morning, everybody. My name is Shella Soul, and you're welcome to Coming from a Place of Love. Today, I wanted to share with you the lover's prayer, and I hope this can help you. I hope that, you know, it's something that you would be able to say with your loved one. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. Thank you for the love that you have given us. Thank you for the spirit of forgiveness that dwells with us. Thank you for giving us the grace to continue to share our love. Father, do not allow the plans of the wicked ones to be prevalent in our lives. Grow us with righteousness, kindness, and love. Give us the spirit of loyalty and service to help our loved ones be the best that they can be. Give us the strength to be supportive at all times, even when it's the hardest to do. Give us unfailing love for each other that you have promised us, and every day remind us why it is truly important to keep on nurturing our love. So there we have it. The Lover's Prayer, I hope it touches you. I hope you can find great words to say about the people that you love. And I hope that even on days when it's difficult to um, see them or you're having a fight, that you do show up and you do keep your end of the bargain and you don't hold people's anger against them it's just a part of life Um, try and inspire their smiles try and um, show genuine concern and um, genuine love and care because that's what the world really really needs have a wonderful night and wishing you an amazing Sunday to come blessings this is coming from a place of love. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Coming from a Place of Love. My name is Shella Soul, and today we're here to discuss toxic love. I really want to know what you feel about this, so please do not be a little bit shy to leave me a voice note on this platform and let me know what your thoughts about toxic love. Share your experiences on on how our people can, you know, can grow from it, can um, transform that toxic love into amazing love that you can share with the world. Um, I'll start by saying that, you know, I know I've discussed about how, you know, how in the beginning of actually loving a person, the biggest thing you you deal with is are they ready for that love that you are willing to give are they being truthful about coming from a place of love and it seems cliche because that's the name of the podcast but it's really important because if you're not ready to come from a place of love then where are you coming from bitterness anger things that don't promote and don't amplify love. And sometimes you're so surprised that, oh my God, even after I've done a hundred and one things to destroy a particular person, even after, you know, in the midst of a crowd, I've made up lies and I've created scenarios to paint this person bad, basically because of a jealousy. You know what I mean? And a lot of these toxic scenarios, even if you go back to olden day Shakespeare time and you think about the story of Othello and how toxicity was created by the person 
in Othello, Othello's life. So it's not like he physically saw his wife cheating, but it was created in his mind. It was, it was repeated, you know, certain things were set up to look somehow, you know, have you ever been out, you know, with people and just realized that, okay, something looks suspect here, you know what I mean? And, you know, sometimes, you know, when you trust people openly, they do prove to you why it's important to get to know people a lot more before you just give them 100% trust. And also question things because when you question people, you will kind of sense by their attitude whether they're, you know, a little bit shady or not. Because I find that a lot of people get angry when being asked questions. And that's because usually they have a lot to hide. But sometimes it could be they're private and stuff like that. But most times they're hiding a little bit of something. But um, for me, coming from a place of love, you know, it's about surviving toxicity. And you can only survive it if you have a good source of energy. And when I say energy, it's love, joy, happiness, and all the good things that love brings into your life. The moments, you know, that you share, those little smiles that even though, you know, it's been stressful, it could be six months of just not seeing eye to eye, but then you have this one day where you just enjoy the silence together because you know how much you love them and you love being with them. You know, I even talked about how, you know, sometimes when I'm spending time with the person that I love, I leave my iPhone at home. You know, I don't do it, you know, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that, you know, I'm different or I'm special. It's because I want them to have that respect, that respect that, you know what, it doesn't matter. Earning an income doesn't matter. Uh, Being ping, being on Twitter doesn't matter compared to you. I'm with you. This is your time. This is me and you. This is what we're going to do. And sometimes because people are not used to those experiences where, oh, let's just go this place. And sometimes you can find yourself not asking because people are just silent about things. They don't want to discuss things. They're going through a lot, don't want to discuss things, and you don't want to fight about it or trying to pry in and cause a lot of balance and uh, imbalance and, you know, for them to say mind your business kind of stuff. But you still love them. So what do you do? Um, I think it's to rechannel the vibe. We channel the vibe because you find out that there are always these people trying to take you to that toxicity, to bring that toxicity into your life. Like I remember I told y'all how, you know, I had a block list and it was just like three, four people on Twitter. So I've got, you know, almost, um, I think 2000, 2000 and something followers, 2009 followers. And I had like four people out of 2009 and probably a billion people or a hundred billion, a hundred, whatever, how many people that we have in the world and four people ended up on my block list. And it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. I did have to block them because of the toxicity on their timeline, because I felt like, you know, when, when your timeline has a lot of negative tweets, I feel like you're dealing with a lot of shit. And because I'm such a positive person, it just dampens my spirit to see that all the time. So I find myself just mute. You know, sometimes I don't block. I just mute. So I muted more people. But block is like, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. But I don't mean it in a rude way. I just mean like, you know, there's nothing 
that you tweet that really resonates in my soul as something that will help me develop. You know, it's really about, you know, self-hate that I see in your tweets. So I'm like, uh, back up, no. And also, exes of certain people, you know, that you know tend to find information or tend to want to find ammo that they could come back and use against you. And you don't want to get into that. You don't want to be... Um, in the middle of, you know, a triangle, so you just, uh, excuse me, sorry, you don't have access to my page, and it's not so much as you don't like them, but it's just that you just have had an experience that just lets you know that this person is like a tap water, it's just going to come out at the end of the day, so you avoid that. Now, when I met somebody and, and, you know, trying to get my strategy, so when my strategy said, unblock everybody, I unblocked. But then I, I went back at midnight, you know, and I, I just hit that block again. Because the toxicity will eat you from the inside. You know what I mean? So you've got to make sure that you have a good, a good uh, atmosphere of just joy. And just people who are not afraid to express that joy. Give that joy, be that joy for somebody else. Because I've, I've, I've done stuff and I've celebrated people that I never knew would say those things to me. But the reason why I'm not so angry at them, the reason why I'm not their enemy, and I, I, I also know that you have to learn to love people even when they're angry, is because I know it wasn't them. I know it's the, the circle of people around you. They can tell when you've got something deep and something that's meaningful. Because think about it, okay, if, if you're doubting how special somebody is, look at when they went into somebody's life, okay, the day they met, and look at their life since when, when they met this particular person and then look at their life, you know what I mean? Forget about, forget about the, the riches or not, but look at their life and look at the men, mental capacity that they were able to reach. Look at how they elevated this person. Even though at the time people would have said they're not on your level, they're not in your class, they're not worth it, but you 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 stayed in and you did what you had to do. You loved people through their difficult time. You know what I mean? And sure, there are going to be people that are going to throw money in their face and be like, well, you know, this person may have built with you, but I can surely give you the rest of your life and give you all this money to fulfill your life. But if you have the money, but you don't have the passion to go along with the dream, what you have is an empty shell. You have the blueprint, but you just don't have the direction. That's why you see a lot of businesses, they start well. You know what I'm saying? They open up shop. Everybody's buying. But they don't have that passion that God gives you. Because when he gives you a dream, when he gives you something, he gives you a title, he gives you an idea, a vision of a relationship that is meant to heal wounds as opposed to inflicting wounds, and you go and do the complete opposite, you're going to be feeling some type of way when people come back at you and still give you that love because you're going to be feeling like, well, I don't deserve it. I've done the complete opposite of what I should have done. But that's not what 
God is trying to do in your life. That's not what love is supposed to do in your life. Love doesn't make you give up. Love inspires you to continue trying against all odds. And it's also encouragement to continue. You know what I mean? It's not that it's not going to get tough. You're not going to get moments where it's like, I don't want to see you again. But it's just that you just can't find yourself able to completely cut them off because of how um, much they teach you. And that's one thing I got to tell people. No matter how old you are, you are capable of learning from love. You're capable of learning from the person that you love. And they're capable of learning from you as well. So no matter how old you are, whether you're 70 and and they're 60, you know what I mean? They still learning. You still learning. You still teaching each other. You still got their hand. And that's why they say, can I have this hand? They don't say, can I have this bracelet? Or can I have these flowers? Or can I have this uh, booty? You know what I'm saying? Or can I have this D? They talking about, can I have your hand in marriage? Meaning I'm going to hold your hand and walk you, walk with you through life. Not walk you. So people are trying to walk you. People are trying to drag you through life. People are trying to drag you on social media. Trying to drag you in church. Drag you everywhere. But they deny to say that you come from a place of love while they come from a place of toxicity. Because let me tell you something. If we take a biblical again and we go into the times of Christ, you will see that the crowd said, crucify him. They didn't even know the nigga. I'm sorry. God bless. But they didn't even know Jesus like that. Some people have could have heard about him, heard about the wonderful things he did, but they still wanted him there. So that should teach you that the crowd mentality is not necessarily the right mentality. The crowd view of what love should be and how we should have multiple partners and we should all be living in one big rubbish society of no morals, no rules, no privacy. That your body is not supposed to just be for your husband alone. It's for the whole world, for them clicks. So, I don't know. But I know that toxic energy comes from a syndrome. Could be the Othello syndrome. Just morbid envy. People that you grew up with, people that you love, people that you help, people that you that you celebrate. You are so happy to retweet their shit, but once you do something new, they're silent about your shit because they're intimidated by it. You may not have the money that you think you don't have, and by the way, you may not even need to live your dreams like I am. But it's through through good-hearted people, generous people who create platforms like this one that allow you to express yourself and be who you want to be. So toxicity doesn't encourage you to be unique. It wants you to be more like them. To create that bitterness so that you will be emotionally unhinged. But when you're hinged and you're deeply rooted in the God you serve, nothing can break you down. You can forgive the people that you love. Easy. Like the next minute. I did something today. And my mom was upset with me. Okay? And she wanted me to stop somewhere. And 
I reacted badly. You know what I mean? And so I went I went to where she wanted me to go to. I mean, before I left, she said, no, nah, forget about it, don't do it. But I went there, right? So when I went there and I got it, I realized that. Wow. So you can have you can have a disagreement with someone and then you can bring peace between y'all by just doing what they said. Just doing what they said. Doing what they said, but also having an attitude of I've learned from my mistakes. I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake, but I'm sorry. Let's move on from here. Some people won't let you move on from there because they know. They know how much of a toxic situation they're in. And they're trying to bring you into it too so they can justify that, okay, well, you're toxic, so I don't want to be with you. But as special as you are and as loving as you are, they just can't stand that. You understand? They're always trying to uh, ostracize you and sit you at a table that's not complete. But they don't know that God has prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies anyway. I tell love that you know what? I could have left you when I got upset. In fact, I could have deleted you. I could have blocked you 150 times. But the first time I did it, and I realized how much I missed you, even though I was angry at you, is the reason why I don't do it again. And so tell your husband that. Tell your brother that. Tell your partner that. Tell everybody that you're with, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Tell them, your husband, your wife, that that one time I did it, I realized how much I need you stop doing it. So please, let's let's understand that toxicity is also what you surround yourself with and the people that you talk to. If your best friend is a divorced father of 15, when you start a relationship, you think that nigga gonna be happy to see you happy? If your divorce, uh, if your if your devoted partner is somebody who, who is not even sure of what relationship they're in. You know, like today, they're in a relationship. Tomorrow, they're not. Is that person going to be excited to see you have your own house with your own wife, building your own dreams? You don't understand that people come to you on the disguise of helping you build a dream only to jack it from beneath you. Because they have the power and the influence you've been waiting for. But you didn't know you don't need that to start. You don't need the billions in the budget to get it done. You think this show is running on a budget? Except for a limited internet. There's no expense. Because it's for the good of society. Yes, you can, you know, you can um, monetize it. And you can start to eat the fruits. But sometimes those fruits... Those actual inspirational moments that you help improve people's lives, it's not documented. It's not even on video. It's not even on camera. That shit just happens, and it's a spiral effect. Everybody feels it. Everybody feels it. Everybody touches Toxicity needs a bigger platform. It needs the billboards. It needs the ads. It needs, but real love can work on a budget. 
So I want to encourage you, and I want to thank, of course, the love of my life, Mr. D, and all the amazing people that I've met throughout life. Even the ones who make things difficult for me on Twitter. Thank you. Because if you didn't create the platform, I won't be able to share my music. I won't be able to impact the world the way I'm doing it. And I don't need a fancy video. I don't need a fancy voice. I just need my real voice. I just need to come from a place of love. The only place I know the toxicity can't live in. Love. So they might have more money than you. They might take your business ideas. They might feel like they got it. They got what you want. They have your man. They have everything. But without the vision, without the tender heart, without the empathy, it's an empty shell. My name is Shella Blessing.